0: Hi, Christy here. Upside Down Tulips is in our Persephone period, which means we have put down our hose and, like our garden, are taking a long winter's nap. Sponsored by Phoebe's Gardener's Hibernation Spa Treatment. Thanks to Edith Weiss for her big heart and many talents and to Denise Gentilini for her jingling bells. Before we are carried off to a deep hibernation filled with dreams of next year's garden, we want to spread some holiday cheer and share with you some handcrafted pot plays just for the gardener, the wannabe gardener, and the people who consider well-aged manure a thoughtful gift. Upside down to T'was the night before Christmas, and all through the garden, not a creature was stirring, and the earth it had hardened. It'd been a fruitful summer in this time of quarantine, with broccoli and beans and the beautiful aubergine. Now the sage it is dormant, the parsley barely peepin', The seeds underground are very soundly sleepin'. The tulips are nestled all snug in their beds as I dreamt of garden tools waiting in the shed. I had mulched, composted, turned off the water tap while the garden settled down for a long winter's nap. I dreamt of my veggies, my herbs, even my flowers, which I wouldn't see again for thousands of hours. I jumped of the milkweed, whose seeds had so tickled us. And then, out the window, I saw good old Saint Nicholas. He came with his reindeer that pooped on my lawn, which I turned into fertilizer before they were gone. And then what did I hear but a loud ho ho hoing! So I thought of seeding, and weeding, and all my plants growing. But I am a gardener, I know how to wait, which I will do even as I celebrate all the miracles that the Earth has to offer. The sunshine, the snowfall, the seeds in my coffer. No matter what you believe, or where in the world you are, we wish you the happiest holiday, and a dream on a star. Tomorrow is Christmas, and I'm broke. Oh, I wish I had enough money to get Christy a real Christmas gift. Oh, how I dreamed of finding something fine and rare and worthy of my friend. Why, who is that at the door? Why, it's my neighbor, Henry. Edith, I've often admired your beautiful pile of compost in your backyard. There is no pile richer, darker, or more full of worms. Would you consider selling it for 50 bucks? My prized compost? Oh, Henry. What a wonderful idea. Yes, haul it all away. Now I can get Christy a Christmas gift. She needs a new pair of garden gloves so badly, and I saw her admiring an excellent pair at the local nursery just the other day. If I leave right now... I just may have it wrapped and ready when she comes over for coffee. Merry Christmas, Christy! Why, what is that puzzled look on your face? Edith, what happened to your compost pile? Don't look at me that way. I sold my compost pile because I couldn't have lived through Christmas without giving you a present. My yard debris and table scraps will make wonderful compost again. I just had to do it. You don't know what a beautiful, nice gift I've got for you. You sold your compost pile? Yes, sold and hauled off. All your compost is gone? Yup, it's sold and gone. (laughs) Well, here is your Christmas present, my friend. Just look in the bag in the wagon by the door. It's a compost screen, just perfect to remove large clumps, debris, and stubborn materials in my compost pile. My compost grows so fast, I will surely use it someday soon. Now it is your turn. I didn't have time to wrap your gift, so here. Now your hands will be protected from blisters, calluses, and slivers. Pull your hands out of your pockets, I want to see how they look on you. My dear friend, in order to get the money to buy your compost screen, I had to sell my hands. Oh oh my gourd! Oh, Edith, don't you see? The Magi were wonderfully wise men who brought gifts to baby Jesus. They invented the art of giving Christmas presents. Of all who give and receive gifts, we are the wisest. We are the magi. But you don't have any hands. Yeah, I really didn't think this all through. I gotta hand it to you. You make a really good point. No, no, we are not doing this. It just all got out of hand. Stop it. But on the other hand, it was pretty dramatic. I am leaving. Um, I can't open the door. Can someone give me a hand? Do you have cooking fatigue? Whether you're an experienced home chef or you don't know your way around a kitchen, cooking for yourself or trying to feed a family, a good meal plan can make dinner as convenient as it is delicious. My kids moved home and I've been cooking three meals a day for eight months on top of my full-time job. I'm exhausted. With the holidays coming up, I don't know what to do. Let us help. We are La Galura. A new meal service plan with a cool Scandinavian type name. That would be wonderful. I sure could use some help. And I love IKEA. How does it work? Step one sign up for La Galura. It only takes 30 seconds. That sounds easy. Step two find some recipes. Okay. Step three make a list of ingredients. Got it. Step four go to the grocery store. Oh. Step 5. Assemble and prepare the ingredients. What? Step 6. Cook the meal. That doesn't sound right. And enjoy. Hey, I just looked it up and Lagalura means cooking fool in Swedish. Sign up now and get our special dishwashing plan as a bonus. No, thank you. Lagalura, the cool new meal delivery plan with the Scandinavian type name. Laga Subscribers must be COVID-free, wear a mask, have a car, and the ability to go grocery shopping. Must have stove and basic kitchen tools and appliances. Must know how to cook. Wake up! Wake up! Oh my god! Who are you? Get out! Listen... I'm calling 911 right now! Oh no, there's no reception. What is happening? I am the ghost of gardens past. Follow me. I really don't want to get out of this bed. Follow me. Okay, okay. Where are we going? What is this desolate landscape of rocks and hard dirt? Look closer. Why, it's my garden. The way my garden used to look just a couple of years ago. Why are you showing this to me, O oh spirit? Follow me. Do I have a choice? Okay, okay, I'm coming. It feels like we're flying. But to where? Wait, aren't we in the exact same place? In my garden? Did we just go in a circle? Yes. But it looks different somehow. You planted a garden. Well, go me. And then, One by one, you let everything die. I did, didn't I? I went on vacation, and when I came back... Oh, please, spirit, take me away from here. I can take no more. Follow me. What now? How is it going to be worse? Have I turned my backyard into the Gobi Desert? Oh, spirit, where have you taken me? It looks familiar. It is your garden yet to come. Look at the flowers. They're alive. And vegetables and raspberries. Did I do this? Wait, Spirit, where did you go? I need to thank you for giving me hope for next summer. I'm ordering seed catalogs first thing in the morning. No, I'll do it right now. Oh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone, and Happy Gardening to you! From the makers of My Secret Garden Valentine and Love at First Blight comes a romantic comedy about Hands and Gloves. Meet Sam Hand. Calloused and handsome, he thought he had it all. I don't need gloves. I'll just work in the garden without them. Until one day, the cosmos intervened. These cosmos flowers need to come out. Ow. A sliver. Just when you think you'll never find a glove, glove finds you. Hello, I am Dr. Olivia Glove. I have a head for doctoring and a bod for removing splinters. Ah, got it out. You know, you really should consider wearing gloves. You make me want to be a better gardener. But sometimes finding a glove can get a little messy. I can't wear gloves all the time. I'm sorry. Gloves mean never having to say you're sorry. The LA Times calls it hands down the strangest movie I've ever seen and the Pueblo Chieftain gives it four fingers and a thumb with Edith Weiss as the kooky best friend who has seemingly endless time to provide comic relief and discuss the main character's problem. Sam, you are afraid to put on those gloves because, well, maybe, just maybe, they might be the perfect fit. I'm just a girl with a glove, asking a boy to put that glove on. I wanted it to fit. I wanted it to fit so badly. Fits like a garden glove, coming to HGTV this spring. Doctor Stein. Oh hello, Monica. Happy New Year. Uh-huh. Sure. You haven't made a therapy appointment in a while. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. You seem frazzled. A lot's been happening. Twenty twenty was rough. I was hoping twenty twenty one would be better, but uh But what? Why don't you tell me what's going on? It's just that uh My holidays just seemed to go on and on, getting more and more stressful. How so? You remember, Alan, who I thought was my person, my one true love? Yes. So at Christmas, I got home from visiting my parents, and there, on my porch, is a partridge in a pear tree. A partridge? A bird in a tree? Yes. A half-frozen bird, a leafless tree and a note saying, On the first day of Christmas from your true love. Hmm. It is unorthodox. Didn't you say you loved the way Alan thought, out of the box? Hmm. Did I? I was so young then. It was only four months ago. Feels longer. So I planted the tree and brought the bird into the house and put it temporarily in the dog cage in the basement. With the dog? No. Remember, my dog died. Of course. I'm sorry. So the next day, the doorbell rings, and there's the Amazon truck, and the guy drops off two turtle doves in a box with a note on the second day of Christmas from your true love. Hmm, go on. Well, where do you put two turtle doves? I mean, I only have the one cage, so I put the turtle doves in the cage with the partridge. And when I got up the next morning, the partridge, who had just recently thought out, was lying dead on the floor of the cage. And the two turtle doves, the killers, were just cooing and rubbing on each other. That must have been horrible. It gets so much worse. So as I was burying the partridge under the pear tree, which I'm pretty sure is also dead, because I guess you're not supposed to plant trees in the dead of winter, the UPS truck shows up with three French hens. More birds. (laughs) so I put them in with the turtle doves because they're French hens and the French don't really like to fight, which is which I admire about them very much. Did you communicate your distress to Alan? I tried, but he was not picking up his phone. But, you know, the birds survived the night, so I thought things were going to get better until the FedEx truck pulled up and left four calling birds on my porch. Was there a note? Yes. From your true love, Alan. Calling birds are loud, and I only had the one cage, so I put the calling birds in the dryer until I could think what to do with them. You put them in the dryer? Well, I didn't turn the dryer on, and I could peep through and see them. I thought it would muffle the loud calling, but the dryer acted a little like an echo chamber. (laughs) So much for sleeping. So you haven't slept since December 29th? I have not. It's the 6th of January. Is it? (laughs) So, on the 5th day, a taxi pulls up and the driver gives me a note. Five golden rings, it says. Finally, I thought, what a great gift from my true love. Five golden rings. And then... Five pirates come out of the taxi and go into my house. Five pirates? Pirates wearing gold earrings. And they will not let me have them. What do you do with pirates? I told them they could stay in my basement with the birds. So you have five pirates and nine birds in your basement? No, no. The pirates ate the birds. They boiled them in the washer on hot wash, hot rinse. That must have been incredibly traumatic. I didn't really have time to dwell on it, because on the sixth day, six geese a-laying were dropped off. I thought I had the perfect solution. I took them all down to Sloan's Lake, where there are so many geese, I thought they'd fit right in. What I didn't know was that Denver Parks and Recreation regularly round up the geese and turn them into food for needy families. So... So I sure wasn't going to do that with the seven swans a swimming that came the next day. I put the swans into my bathtub and listed them on Ebay. So you haven't showered since, does it matter? Between the bird poop and the pirates, I can't smell myself. By the eighth day, I had figured out the correlation between the days of Christmas and the number of gifts, so I felt prepared for aid of something. But. Nothing prepares you for eight maids a-milking. I suppose I should be grateful that they didn't come with cows, but the maids kind of milk the air, and they look like they're doing a really strange dance. So the next day, as I was making plans to put them on a bus to Greeley, where there are cows, who shows up but nine ladies dancing? Not dancing like a prima ballerina like Misty Copeland, no. They were clogging. My wooden floors are shredded. Still no conversation with Alan? No! Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was in the middle of leaving a message when ten lords came leaping into my house. So the ten leaping lords and the nine dancing ladies really clicked and they left to start a movement commune in creed. But you still have pirates and swans in your basement. I know that! Plus eleven pipers piping! I'm trying to get them on a tour with Jethro Tull, who's going to start turning again after this pandemic. I love Jethro Tull. Good for you. The last gift was 12 drummers drumming. I told them about the dancers and leaping lords in Crete, and they're joining them there, and they're all going to audition for America's Got Talent. And how do you feel about Alan now? Well, doctor, I... I think true love picks up the phone. Maybe, maybe this whole one true love thing is overrated. What do you think you should do now? I think, I think I'm going to ask the pirates to move with me to a remote part of Nicaragua. Really remote, where gifts can't find us. Best of luck, Monica and Happy New Year. Oh, I think it will be. Adios, Doctor. If you're just joining us, this is Christy and Edith. We were supposed to provide commentary at the 131st Tournament of Roses Parade in Pasadena, California. But it was canceled due to COVID, boo. So instead, we are at the third and a half Tournament of Rosé Parade in Pueblo, Colorado. Every New Year at the Tournament of Roses Parade, viewers experience the beauty of the floral floats, along with the spirited marching bands and the high-stepping equestrian units. The Tournament of Rosé Parade has many of the same features. Except, everyone is slightly snookered on rosé wine. And instead of a football game, everyone gathers at the Pueblo putt-putt for a couple rounds of mini-golf. Pueblo is the place to be this morning. Uh-huh. Say, Christy, why is it the third and a half tournament of Rosé Parade? Because last year, someone put the mounted color guard of Alamosa behind the Hey Hey Where the Farmers <gasps> Float, oh. made entirely out of freshly cut hay. Oh. The horses chased the Hey Hey Float, which ran into the majorettes of Mineral County and their twirling torches. Oh, no. I hope everyone was all right. Uh-huh. Oh, look! Here comes the first float. It's the Rose Rose Float, of course, sponsored by Primrose Rose Wine. This float is made entirely of rose bushes and wine bottles. It took volunteers over 200 hours of gardening and drinking. Yes, way, Rose! Hey, I see a band! Out of Mumper Corner, Colorado, it's the Vegetable Marching Band playing vegetable music using instruments made entirely from fresh vegetables, such as carrots, celery, peppers, squash, and zucchini. They are literally playing with their food. (laughs) Oh, they sure have good taste in music. And here come the horses. Out of Wild Horse Colorado, it's the spirit of the West Riders. A group of men and women who have a passion for wild horses and their history. Today, they are riding wild mustangs. Oh no! (gasps) Whose idea was it to put wild horses behind all those delicious and musical vegetables? The horses are running into the vegetable marching band, and the spirit of the west riders have been thrown off! And the vegetable marching band has run onto the rose rose float stomping on all the rose bushes and breaking the wine bottle. The slightly snookered gardeners are slipping on the horse manure. What a mess. Looks like the Tournament of Rosé parade has been canceled again. Ah, oh, well. May I top off your glass of rosé? Well, if you insist. Happy New Year. Upside